Hey pals, we're the gals and we're coming back at you for another week of, um, stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's really the best way to describe it. <laughs> All right, what you got for us to the, this week? So, I hope everybody's had a fantastic uh, last week with everything going on. As usual, this past week has been hectic with the Biden inauguration, him putting all his plans into effect already, persecution of Kamala Harris and all her shitty-ass ways, the Russian protests, the current slaves still being moved from country to country, motherfucking murder hornets are still a thing, and Australia is on fire again. So... With all that going on and the current pandemic still full ablaze, do you think it's possible that all these catastrophes could mean something? If you say <laughs> something about if you dare, <laughs> if you dare say some QAnon shit, I swear to God. Well, for this week, I decided to focus on... <laughs> A lovely lady who has pa- uh, sadly passed away, not not like recently, but like 1996 passed away. I'm not going to try to pronounce her name, but she is commonly known as Baba Vanga. Okay? Baba Vanga? Nah, bro. Baba Vanga. She's like Nostradamus. Oh, shit. Okay. Fuck yeah. They be predicting shit. So... She is a lovely old blind woman, was, excuse me, a lovely old blind woman, who was born in 1911 and passed away in 1996. She was known as um, a clairvoyant and an herbalist and a mystic in Bulgaria. So from a young age, and when I say young, you know, individuals didn't live too terribly long back then, but she lived pretty freaking long. Um, when she was younger, she began to counsel and predict and give herbal medicines to people around her. Just like saying, oh, in three days, I'm giving an example. She'll be like, hey, man, in three days, you're going to get a message from a bird. And that bird is going to say your family is going to live long. Now, however you may interpret that uh, is up to you. But usually uh, her predictions came true. Um, so... She started okay. big clients, and when I said okay, big clients, queen. I mean from like Soviet unions, right? From where? So, like the Soviet Union back then. Oh damn! Like okay, they even put her on a payroll because almost all of her predictions were coming through. Damn, honey uh, got a job. That's crazy, right? Doing what she loved. Um, That's a goal. So- I just wanted to talk a little bit about predictions and like interpretations because as I said, we've been having a hectic week. So why not try to put all this nonsense into some type of motion picture in our heads? Oh, I love that. Um, Fuck so, me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a couple of like predictions that she's had. I want to let you know, just so you know, I'm not bullshitting you. Of course you can look her up. She's pretty fucking famous, or was. I mean, still is. The bitch got a museum. She has her own book. She has many stories published. Uh, You can go on NPR. You can go on quite literally everything. They were trying to make a movie of her, but I believe she did not want that to happen, so um, they respected it. Okay. (laughs) Right. So let's get into some predictions she fucking had. She foretold the breakup of the Soviet Union. She foretold the Chernobyl disaster. She foretold the date of Stalin's death. 
Okay, hold on, hold on. I don't need to pause you right there. So she mm. predicted Chernobyl, and you said the Russian, they, uh, the Soviet Union had her on a payroll, and we did not listen to her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what? Oh my god, bro, she she was fucking fire. Okay. 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 On top of that, she also predicted the September 11th attacks. Hmm. So, yeah, that was one of her most famous predictions where she said that two steel birds would strike the American brethren on 9-11. Okay. Um, So the steel birds could be interpreted as the hijacked passenger jets. And yeah, like she. she When did did she make that? When did she make that prediction? Like, do you have a year? It was in the eighties. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they probably definitely thought she was smoking something. So this is correct. She said it so far ahead of time that they're like, America, what you mean, sis? Not us, the big dogs. But like exactly like yeah. that. That was the actual legal <laughs> statement issued by America. <laughs> press conference, and they just brought a Rottweiler to be the press secretary. I don't know, but with everything that's going on, do you think she made any predictions for 2021? Oh, for so- sure. Queen Baba know what she's talking about. Right? So here are some of the things that were supposedly told. The main one being that uh, the world would suffer from a lot of cataclysms and great disasters during that year, making it a purged year. While three giants, and these are quotes, uh, unite, excuse me, and a strong dragon seizes humanity. Now, again, she says these things in different ways and of course translating from one language to another to another to another some things may get lost like a game of telephone however they try to keep it as close to what she says as possible so some people kind of speculate that the dragon is china because china right now is taking over they're colonizing africa again and everything is being done in secret so they're thinking that china is the dragon since the, they kind of control the world right now. Not going to hold you, okay? We're not going to lie. That- as soon as you said, as soon as you said dragon, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I immediately made that connection. Yeah, right. Because I mean, who does China owe money to? Nobody. But everybody owes yeah. China a, do- a quick exactly. book. But like, what do you think the three giants are? Mm. Like, that's what, what I was. Like economic powers or like right. nations can, or right nations. Right, like giants on the way of like giants as in like landmass. So then that would be like Russia and like you know, like the really massive like land wise countries, or like you said, right. economic or political, you know, like what cause you know, cause like the European Union are like they're not huge land wise, but they're a power. So right. yeah, I don't know. Could um, be interpreted. Uh speaking of the U- European Union, excuse me, Baba Vanga also was said to f- like foresee that um well what she had said was that the that Europe would 
ceased to exist by 2016, and that has been interpreted as Britain voting to leave the EU in that year, huh. which is Brexit. Oh, sorry. Oh, damn. Okay. Right. So it definitely you, you need to like almost Dr. Seuss that shit because when she says something, it sounds like a riddle, like the dragons or. The steel birds, as like you said, they didn't know what the fuck she was talking about back then. What steel bird? What? So, mm, I just want to know what the purge is like, what the cataclysms and the great disasters are going to break out. Basically, she's like, it's like a rebirth type of thing that's going on. Well, I think that's I, already arguably that's already happening. Right. It's great, and that's what she predicted for 2020, that it was going to be one of the most disastrous disastrous years. Oh, yeah, bringing for out sure. the What did she say? She said bringing out the actual side of humanity or something along those lines. Oh, and it's disgusting. Was, we, knew, we know. We saw it. We saw her. We were there. Right. So it's crazy that this older woman who was blind can barely read, was very intelligent, however, could predict these things. So with that being said, she also said the day will come when cancer will get tied with iron chains and that was supposedly supposed to be for this year, 2021. Wait, wait, wait. Cancer? Like C-A-N-C-E-R? Like the disease? Yep, that was the one positive thing that she said about this year. Huh. There are many other things that she said about this year, which you guys can go look up for yourselves. I just wanted to tell you the main ones that have been boggling individuals' minds. People have been trying to figure it out because they don't want to be surprised by anything. Some people are speculating even aliens, that like the alien galactic court or some shit is going to come down. And those are the three giants that like- Honestly, if if they could figure it out, okay. Figure it out. Like, (laughs) sure. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about like predictions? And especially with everything that's been going on last year into this year, do you think some individuals even take her standpoint to a biblical view and are like, this is it. This is where people are tested. This is like a, what is it? What? Mm. Like a rapture or like a judgment or some shit. A judgment. This is where he puts us through our toughest trials or something to see who can like withstand the rapture. Um, right. Um, I don't know. Well, I'm not particularly keen on tying anything to religion. Before I answer your question, what did Baba like have a religion? Like, I don't know what no, Bulgarian people she was- are into. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, no, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was said in such a cute way. Um, she, well, her being in Bulgaria, she was part of the Ottoman. Excuse me, I don't know why I keep I got gas for whatever reason. Um, it was part of the Ottoman Empire. So I, I honestly, I do not know. That is a good question. Huh. So maybe because then I'm like, is it incorrect to tie her to biblical? Like you know, is it wrong to tie her to the Bible when she if she wasn't a Christian? Like that kind of stuff. That's what I wanted to know. Um, Got you. So I'm gonna you know, make an educated guess since that's so close to like uh, Greece and all of their teachings. Maybe uh, hmm. Orthodox. True, 
we can't, you know, you can also never really rule out paganism in some way, shape, or form. So, okay, yeah. Ah, true. Um, as far as predictions and stuff goes, I think that stuff is super interesting. Um, I'm always one to, you know, it's a good, I think it's super interesting to read and like know about stuff like that. I think mm -hmm. it's also super interesting that, I mean, she hasn't been wrong about a lot of things but then that kind of begs the question to be like you said a lot of her things were said in riddles I'm, I'm wondering how much is like a self-fulfilling prophecy in the way that people have like made it mm -hmm. like m match up to what she said and how much of it is like her you know I just like to be skeptical of certain things however I think oh, yeah. it's super freaking cool I'm a, I'm a big nerd about these things i've watched like every nostradamus motherfucking documentary there is ancient aliens fuck me up daddy you know so, <laughs> so no, i agree with you because people can take it and twist it just to make sure that right. it fits their saying right like i was watching um like i was watching this thing about the um the simpsons and you know how the simpsons have like famously predicted a whole bunch of stuff that happened mm-hmm I was reading, I was uh, watching something and they and they brought up a really good point that I never thought about before, whereas at least like in the 90s and early 2000s, uh, the Simpsons had garnered this reputation that they predicted stuff. So sometimes people started making it happen. Like, I, I can't um, remember the exact, uh, the exact example they used, but uh, there was a, some random brand of something that was in the Simpsons. And then a couple of years later, someone went on and created a brand by that name. So they had watched the Simpsons and done it. So technically that made the Simpsons correct. However, you know what I mean? Like it, right. that didn't naturally come into fruition. And I was like, so I they mean, brought it into existence right. because they wanted it to happen. Exactly. So that's that's what I'm kind of trying to say. Like, how many you know, how many people are like making certain things? Like, maybe she never said anything about Chernobyl, and people are like, "Oh my God, she said there would be a brand uh, like a cataclysmic," you know, like just vague action words, and then making it be something. Right. Also, going back to the religion, since I guess she was an herbalist, I'm going to say that she was most likely a person that practiced uh, paganism. Right, that's what I thought. Yeah, when you said like herbalist, yeah. I'm like, hmm, maybe she just, you know, yeah, was a bad bitch. She, she, anytime anybody was sick, she would recommend an, a remedy, natural remedy. Um, if somebody was feeling unlucky, she would, you know, give them a little remedy, remedy. So I'm gonna oh, say, yeah, maybe she was a witch. Do maybe you know how fucking witch. cool that would be? That would be cold as fuck. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I felt like it was interesting to just take a step back from politics and craziness and just put it into a different perspective. Oh, no, um, absolutely. I love stuff like this. And I mean, in, a, in this day and age, like, where, to get serious for a moment, there's a serious revival of, like, spiritualism and a, and a serious sort of, like, removal of oneself from organized religion, at least by a lot of people our age and younger. A lot of people mm -hmm. are sort of embracing the whole witch uh, paganism and like spirituality more so than like a religion, like a, an organized religion sort of thing. So, yeah, right. I, mean, I have no doubt that, you know, it's definitely this is definitely something that's interesting to 
a lot of people our age, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that we've begun, like, untying things from names and we're just like, right. Earth, and they're like, no, and you're like, yes, Earth, dirt, please leave it alone. <laughs> right. But yeah, that was um, Miss Baba Vanga. And was- uh, it'd be interesting to see or talk to the individual who was, like, closest to her. Oh, did she? Yeah, did she have any? Did she have any kids or family or? She had a husband at one point, um, who later died of an illness. But I do not know if she had any children. Hmm. Could you imagine if that was your freaking grandma or something? Jeez. Maybe they're keeping it under wraps. Maybe that's what I was wondering. Yeah. That is very interesting, but I don't know. Yeah, don't know. I, so that was awesome. I like that. Baba Vanga, y'all, do your research. And as I said, she has predicted most things correctly, but there are still some things that she did not predict correctly because unless you're actual fucking, I don't know, astral being who knows the future, or you came back from the future for whatever fucking reason. Right. Then, yeah, sure. But, like, she said that China was going to be the greatest power in 2018 with, like, a new type of uh, energy source. That was wrong. Um, Wait, some say that again? So there was one about China, like, emerging as the next great superpower in 2018 and a new form of energy emerging. Um, okay. While this happened from Venus, the planet Venus. Got you, got you. So... Uh, yeah. I'm pretty I mean, sure. I don't unless know. Unless those are still classified documents? I don't know. There is a shit ton of things we still don't know yet because our government, right. as like in our last podcast, where it's a person is smart, but people are stupid, there's only so much you should allow the public to know before it's total chaos. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. So, yeah. Baba Vanga, y'all. That's so funny. Doesn't respect on her name. Correct. <laughs> now, but. to depart from mysticism for a quick hot sec, uh, we're going to get hard grounded back into reality. <laughs> so I'm very I'm, happy I went to this then. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I have been closely following uh, Biden's first couple days in the, you know, you know, as U.S. president, what have you. Um, Mm -hmm. and I've been closely, I've been looking a lot at his, like all the executive orders and bills and stuff he's proposing in his first couple days, et cetera. And there were two things in specific I wanted to touch on because I saw a lot of, um, action about these things on Twitter and that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up. So this is kind of politics and social media tied. I'm going to be like talking a lot about like what Twitter, like stuff I saw on Twitter and stuff that was trending on Twitter. Because um, okay. it was wild, just wild. So, as you know, Biden did a whole bunch of stuff uh, on his very first day and then first couple days. He signed a ton of uh, executive orders, repealing a lot of Trump era stuff on like day one. <laughs> so, one of the biggest things he did on day one that a lot of people were like, well, well, not a lot of people, but people who had a lot to gain from it was very mad about. Uh, he repealed, he technically repealed uh, the Keystone Pipeline 
permit. So the Keystone XL pipeline. So if for, for people who may not know too much about that, I can give I'll, I'm gonna give you a brief like summary of what it is, why no, a lot of people liked it, why a lot of people didn't like it, and what it means that uh, he canceled it, and why Twitter was wild now. So the key, so uh, the XL Keystone pipeline would je- technically just be not a brand new pipeline. It, it sort of would be just a new addition to an already existing pipeline sort of to make it to like if you look at it on a map it would cut that it would uh cut down the distance they would have to transport crude oil from uh canada to the southern united states so it would really just cut like hundreds of miles off of the original pipeline yeah 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 but so the point is that this pipe this pipeline would transport sand tar oil i believe well, tar sands oil, might be, um, from a deep forest in Canada and then run it through the middle Midwest United States to refineries in, um, like, Texas and, like, the Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. So that was the point of the pipeline. So the pipeline was original. We've been this pipeline has been a thing for over a decade. So this was f- first proposed in two thousand and eight, and it has never been well received. There's been constant um, lawsuits and uh, and protest on both sides about this pipeline. So during Obama's era, he halted that as part of his like whole uh environmentalism you know part of his presidency kind of thing then immediately when trump got here he uh said fuck that and he told them to proceed with building it again that was met with a lot of a lot of uh controversy because the 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 new route of the pipeline would like run through a lot of indigenous people land and possibly contaminate water and like land that a lot, uh, that a lot of these tribes use or like reservations that people lived on. So this pipeline would make millions of dollars for oil barons and whatever, but it would very well have cost millions of people their lives. Right. But you know, when you got a dollar to be made, that's what you got to fight for in America. <laughs> so the re- well, one of the reasons that this was also really annoying was that this is not just this like tar sands oil is not regular petroleum. It's not regular oil. It's like super nasty. It's like a, a next level type of shit. So it's supposed to be like a more concentrated thing. There's some oil talk that goes into it. I could give a fuck. But the big point is that if it were to spill, this would be way more devastating to nat- like natural life and way costlier to clean up if there were spills. Of which there were two. Um, oh, really? Oh, yeah. There was a spill in 2010 and a spill in, I think, 2015 or something like that. But there, yeah, there were two separate ones and they cost millions of dollars to clean up. It was one of the biggest midland like inland oil spills. We didn't hear a lot about that now, did we? Hell no. Right, because they were pushing the Keystone Pipeline and we can't have bad press around it. So. Jesus. 
Right. So now Biden repealed that. We're not doing that. So then the people who supported the pipeline, which were actually a lot of certain unions, were like, oh, he just, on Twitter, they were wilding out. They were like, he just eliminated 10,000 union jobs. He's Our oil prices are going to rise. Blah, 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 blah. Cry, cry, cry. (laughs) You you get what I'm saying. Cry, cry, cry. Cry, cry, cry. You're right. So let's talk about that. Will the pipeline create jobs? So originally in 2008, when TC Energy, which is like the Canadian counterpart that was like in conjunction to do this pipeline Mm -hmm. with the U.S., they said that it would create 120,000 jobs in 2008. That's what the original report for and like sort of being like, oh, it's a good thing. However, after further looking up, the U.S. State Department determined that there would be fewer than 2,000 two-year construction jobs. And then after the pipeline was, let's say if the pipeline got built, after it was built, only 35 jobs would be kept on. So, no, that was not 10,000 Yeah, because after it's built, you, in, you need way less people to maintain. Right, as in 3-5. As in 3-5, yes. Goddamn. Right. So, no, he did not, like, there wasn't even 10,000 union jobs to begin with. Hmm. And also, they weren't even long-term union jobs. There would be maybe maybe a two-year contract, if anything. Still Still not a real job. That's not enough. Not at all. Right. So, miss me with that. So, then other people who are like, oh, we're not gonna get the Keystone Pipeline, our gas prices are gonna rise. Stupid. You're wrong. The whole point of this pipeline was not to bring oil to U.S. citizens. It was not for us. This oil was for, guess what, overseas markets. They were just going to sell this oil in the export market. Well, first of all, we don't even have oil to sell. That's why we invade countries. Right. So I'm just putting it out there that those two things that people are really mad about on Twitter, I saw tons of tweets about the jobs and about gas prices, and both of them are wrong. We're just, I don't know why we're big mad about it. The good good thing, though, is that thank God, or whoever up there, (laughs) that the Keystone got, (laughs) like, wrecked up. So, like, specifically, uh, one of the tribes that would have been really affected was the was a, the Lakota Nation. So mm-hmm. I think the pipeline was supposed to run directly through reservations that how that they lived on and potentially could contaminate a lot of their drinking water. So we were just going to throw them away in, in the building of a pipeline. So there was a... And you probably know this, in the past couple of years, there's been a ton of... A lot of indigenous communities and environmental groups protesting the pipeline. Like pre COVID. Yeah. Yep. That's right. because they're only they're only given so much, even though it's all theirs, and they want to keep holding on to whatever little they fucking have. That's all right. they get, and you want to run them through because you want to make five dollars. Right. Fucking tell me where that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So uh, just in general, like him canceling it was just a really good thing for the environment. Um we need to just stop relying on crude oil anyway. So just focus on clean energy. 
those union jobs, I don't know, work on clean energy, just reacclimate these people to jobs in different sectors. I don't know, maybe we could reinvest in the infrastructure of the United States. Those are some, you can give those people those jobs. Like, I don't know, we can just figure something else out. But, you know, but that's too difficult. However, all in all, stay mad. A lot of people were thankful. (laughs) Stay mad. Like, a lot of people were thankful. A lot of environmentalist groups and we, as a people, should be thankful because this is just one of, this is a a win, not only for, you know, the indigenous communities that would have been affected by this, but also for climate change. Mm Mm-hmm. I wish the United States was built around its own, like, um, how the uh the states are like if it's a flat land you should get solar panels if it's mountainous you should uh maybe that's where oil might come into play or gas but like i wish it was built around its natural environment so that one we wouldn't have to waste all this money bombing down all of our fucking mountains just to make a road or a highway we could build around it like many other countries do around the world and really use how everything is built because then that's more efficient for us. It costs us less money. I mean, we're too far gone now to go back. <laughs> but I don't know what I was watching with my dad, but it was just showing me like different countries around, especially uh, Norway and those places. A lot of countries in Africa as well, where they use their natural, the natural oh, environment yeah. around them to sculpt everything. And it's oh, yeah, no, I. Yeah, I know what you mean, like, where uh, countries literally build themselves around nature so that they can coexist. Yeah. Yep. America Mm. did not do that, so. No, America was like, (laughs) it goes boom. Oh, stop. (laughs) America was like, damn, I really like a flatty, and they they made her that. (laughs) It said, let me get that eight cup. Don't worry, guys. I am the queen of the itty-bitty-titty community, so it's okay. I understand. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) And just one of his other executive orders I wanted to talk about. But I'm not going to talk about the positives. I'm literally going to talk about this conservative article I found. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Fucking hear it. I want a good laugh. Right. That's literally, I was like, let's laugh a little bit. So one of Biden's other, like, like, day one uh, executive orders was... Well, day one and day two, because he, he and even today he's he's kept it up. But tech, on the first day, he banned dis, like he ex- issued an executive order to ban discrimination on the basis of gender identity and sexual orientation. So if you were if you weren't aware in Trump's last days, he literally made it. He like said discriminate against the gays. Um, and then Biden was like, let's let's reel that in, buddy. So <laughs> <laughs> let's stop that. So. He then issued, like, obviously more protections on, you know, transgender individuals and just kind of expanding on um, gender, you know, just making sure people don't discriminate against the LGBT community. Right. So then, (laughs) you know me looking for a good laugh. I was like, let me see what the National Review has to say. If you don't know what the National Review is, to me, I just found this, but it's, it's like Breitbart but with better digital design. That's what it is. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it's literally Breitbart, but just not as red. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so the article, two articles I found. <laughs> this one, the first one, Joe Biden's war on women. Mm. 
what? Right. And I was like, and also they got some trending on Twitter. I think it was like hashtag Biden ended women or like Biden's war on women. Something like that was trending on Twitter. And I was like, what's going on? This, this is what And they literally like, this article was all about how Biden has started a war on women because he, because he signed it, the executive order that he signed like for, you know, the gays was called present, uh, preventing and combating discrimination on the basis of gender identity and sexual orientation. That was the name of like the executive order. So now this article was like, oh, you know what that means? And they literally translated it. And it was like promoting and enforcing transgender activism. And I was like, where did we get that? How did that happen? (laughs) Can I not read? (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. They make me so happy. They're like, yeah. And I'm going to tell you exactly what you just said. But in my own words. Boom. Because it was offensive to me, even though it had nothing to do with me. Oh, God. And literally, I read the article, and they actually, like, weren't that bad in presenting facts. But they wrote it in such a condescending way. It was so fucking funny. So the executive order did say that, like, at least for federal agencies, they can't, you know, discriminate based on sex and like sexual identity right. identity and sexual orientation, obviously. So they literally start like, there's a whole bunch of like fucking quotes around words, like the head of an agency. I'm like, the, yes, yes. The head of the agency. <laughs> why are we, why are we not? What? Yeah. <laughs> so oh, so right. then, we went, then we went into the, the real, the real meat and potatoes. They were like, this is an mm-hmm. over, Plain and simple. He can't do that to us. He can. He did. It's done. I don't know what else you want. And then they were like, as we have warned you before, they want to encourage transgender lunacy of democratic radicals. And I was like, whoa, that's great. That's a beautiful (laughs) sentence. I didn't know they knew words that big. Wow, I'm proud. (laughs) I know lunacy. Wow, good job. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so then you know, so then I was like, oh, let me dive deep into this. Let me keep looking at what the National Review has to say. So then today, which is January 25th, uh Biden officially ended the ban- the partial ban on trans sh- uh uh, soldiers like so trans people being able to serve in the US military he said why we did that let's erase it so now the national review has some words about that mm-hmm. right so <laughs> so the white house issued this like when biden signed this executive order the white house Twitter, like, issued the statement, uh, President Biden believes that gender identity should not bar military service and that America's strength is in its diversity. Okay, cool. Sure. Sure, whatever. Pleasant. So then, this article goes on to defend Trump's original ban, partial ban. Um. And the, the article said, Trump's ban allowed technically allowed trans people to serve as long as they didn't need any special accommodations like 
hormone therapy or gen well they said gender reassignment but it's gender confirmation surgery um and they were like we did a study in 26 like the rand corporation did a study in 2016 and said that the u.s military spent about 2.4 million and 8.4 million which is a big fucking range on trans related issues and they're like Trump saved us money by saying um, no. Um, he also wasted a shit ton of money on a border that was blown down by some wind. But like, you know. Can we also talk about on. how the military budget is how much mi- trillions of dollars? Where if we took a portion of it, we'd be able to eliminate our debt as students. But we're not doing that, honey. The military needs it. To fucking do what? You want some motherfucking Captain America shields for what? We don't for even have what? that. We don't even have Tell that. Tell me the last time you physically defended our freedom. First of all, Wakanda would never supply the materials needed to make <laughs> 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 First of all, if they even found Wakanda, they would take all of its natural resources and then bomb it. Okay? Honey, so, no, no. I, the Black what, Panther would not allow that. No, no. The Black Panther would never allow that, baby. Okay? <laughs> but yeah, I just thought this was so funny. Like, they're wording it as if these are bad things. And I'm like, I'm like, I wonder how people read this as bad. And that's fucking disrespectful. Right. You're you're saying that we can't discriminate against the gays? Oh, my God. I, I can't. My rights. My rights. I am now threatened. I am a minority. I am oppressed. <gasps> Can I have a Vendi Carmel swirl through your eyes? I remember Christ when America was great. Okay? And we didn't have the alphabet mafia with guns to our head. We had a good American president who was <laughs> who was ordained by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh that's God. why we stormed the capital for freedom. Well, not know, terrorism, I... but for freedom, okay? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh. This has been fun. I fucking that love was... people. Oh, that was a good one. I'm just like, wow, these these uh conservative news outlets are fun. Fun to play with, not to eat just like Play-Doh. Fun to look at, not for actual information. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So it reminds me of like WhatsApp, where like your aunties and grandmas sending your mom like special herbal remedies to cure oh, you, and it's like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> you know, you know what I just thought when you said that. You know all those <laughs> memes or like Reddit posts of like when random people like guys like message girls and it's like, hey baby, show me your toes, baby, please, baby. And it's just hundreds of like messages one after boobs, boobies, please. And it's like <laughs> sometimes that's how I like see conservative like media. I'm like, <laughs> Oh no! I go on our Twitter page, and I literally like 
see like Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow. That's where you just gotta sit back with like a cup of tea, and you're like, ah, the dumbasses have returned, and you Honestly. just take it all in. Yeah, but. but- all in all, these aren't bad things, okay? Respect people. That's literally all we're trying to do here. Right. Let's actually realize that every person has rights to be a fucking human being. And let them fucking chill, okay? They're minding their business. You mind your own damn business and go sit somewhere on a porch. Correct. If you want to. Right. And that's your Drink business. Tea. Right! Exactly. Yes. So let me mind mine and you mind yours. Easy peasy. Mm-hmm. I'm over here slurping down some brandy at nine in the morning. Mind your business. Mind your business. <laughs> but I'm happy. This was good. Yeah. I had a fun time. <laughs> and I would just like to thank. We got um a, a lot of views recently. So thank we're super thankful for any of the new people that have started to listen uh or who wanted to give us a chance super thankful for that hope you keep on listening you can follow us at our twitter at igmp podcast um always interact with us there you can share our podcast with your friends families people you hate and people you don't (laughs) and we're all just gonna try to have a good time and you want to get them riled up, send them our way. They'll get riled up because uh, we're pretty heated about the topics we talk about. True. Um, and arguably and we present course, pretty leftist views. So This, I was just about to say, I'm sure if you're this far in the game with us, you know where we lie at our views. So take everything we say with a grain of salt if it offends you in some way. I'm sorry, not really, I don't care, but like, if you do really want to talk about it, let us know, okay? We will gladly send you a meme of Bernie Sanders, Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. That's as political as we'll get with you on a personal (laughs) letter. Bernie Sanders. Um, Oh my God, that Bernie meme. Gorgeous. Yes, I fucking love it. Listen, he's even selling merchandise with it. He knows where to get it. He, oh, actually, yeah, but I know about his merchandise. Set. He put he put his meme on a sweatshirt, forty five dollars sweatshirt. They sold out. One hundred percent of the proceeds went to Meals on Wheels Vermont, which is what a great so man. Mm-hmm. And now there are, I think, stickers that his official website is like selling. If you just donate, you can get a free sticker. It could literally be a dollar. Yeah, donate it's any amount. A good cause. Yeah. So, I'm but, happy. Everybody stay stay healthy. If you're in a cold part of the world, stay warm. If you're in a hot part of the world, go into a pool if uh you know COVID guidelines allow. I mean, I keep forgetting everywhere else is not like the United States. You guys can all have fun now. We still can't. Um but yeah, just stay safe out there and uh, enjoy, I don't know, a fucking mimosa. I would kill for a mimosa right now. I'd kill like a carrot, but like still. You didn't have to get specific on it, honey. You didn't have to. We didn't need to know about about your, about your personal life like that. Listen, fuck them carrots. Okay? Oh, <clears throat> all right. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs>
<laughs> Thanks for tuning in once again. I'm kidding, Bye. guys. I love carrots. They're yummy. Bye, pals. We're the gals, and we'll come at you again with another fun session next week. Peace out. Bye.